Welcome in everybody to Fantasy Pros. This is the Fantasy Football Podcast. It is me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and today's microcast is about not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven, not eight, not nine, but ten. Ten bold predictions. That's right. I can count to ten. I was a big Sesame Street fan as a kid. <laughs> we didn't have cable in Brooklyn. When I was a kid, all we had was PBS, and we liked it. That's right. But we're going to do some bold predictions here, fantasy style, what it means for your drafts. And to help me do some of these bold predictions is the raging Cajun himself, Derek Brown, D-Bro, the king of bros. Derek, you know, I think we always sit here on these bold prediction shows, and every year we could go back and, and look back, and I think some of them end up being less bold than we realized at the time, because some of these things sometimes make a lot of sense. And it's just having the faith and I guess the cojones at the end of the day to put ourselves in the position to actually make bank on some of these, to actually invest in some of these, to actually take this logic and say, damn the ADP, damn the consensus sometimes, let's go all in on the things that we really feel strongly about. And you know, they feel bold now. Maybe they won't feel bold next August when we look back at them. And I know you and I like to do that. But regardless, do you feel like your predictions today are super bold here? Or do you think we're going to actually have some of these really come true? I think a lot of these are going to come true. And then that's the hard part where I, I we, we do these shows, Joe. And I know you walk 15 miles in the snow and back to make your bold predictions. And we liked Sesame it. Sesame Street. <laughs> with Elmo no shoes predictions. on. Elmo has so many predictions. Oh, no. No, not, not an Elmo <laughs> voice. I can't do it. Actually, uh, Elmo, uh, I was a Burton Ernie kid. Okay, I'm way old. So okay, that's Elmo, fine. I don't even. I, don't even know I was an Oscar. Was I was a Grouch. So you well, know, I mean, what else big surprise. Yeah. Big surprise. Anyway, bold predictions. Let's get after it here. <laughs> Let's start with one of Derek Brown's. D bro, what do you have at number five for your bold predictions? All right, baby, kicking it off number five. And again, I don't think this is this bold, but apparently consensus will tell me otherwise. JSN will lead Seattle in receptions, receiving yards, and receiving touchdowns as a top 15 wide receiver in fantasy. He is going to excel. And we have seen this year after year after year of rookie wide receivers hitting the ground running, being league winners down the stretch. And where JSN excels is exactly where Geno Smith is money. Last year, Geno Smith, amongst all quarterbacks, was six in PFF passing grade, first in adjusted completion rate in throws of zero to nine yards. JSN is going to eat cornerbacks alive, and I think he's not going to have a problem by the end of the year being a league stretch run winner and a top 15 wide receiver. Now, is this at the expense of Tyler Lockett performance or Tyler Lockett injury? I'll go performance because I'm not going to I'm not going to forecast injuries here. All I'll right. go performance. And I've been on record saying this the entire offseason. JSN and you, Joe, we've talked about this. We're going to talk about it again real fast. DK Metcalf versus man. Tower yep. Lockett versus zone. Yep. JSN is taking that moniker from Tower Lockett. He is going to assume the throne for zone coverage. And Tower Lockett Ooh. is going to go back to being a field stretcher. JSN to the moon, baby. You, you coined a good phrase there. The uh, the the zone throne. I like that. The Ooh. throne of zone. That's very good. Love By the way, who speaks about themselves more in the third person, Terrell Owens or Elmo? Ooh, uh, tie. Yeah, I'm gonna go Elmo. Uh, it's, it's a close. tie. Yeah. All right, let's get to my number five here. Are you ready for this? Josh Jacobs flops in 2023, and I think it's oh. bold. And here's why: because he is coming off his best season. 
But <clears throat> here are the last 10 years are the guys with the biggest workloads. 2012, Doug Martin, 368 carries. The next year, he only played six games. In 2013, LaShawn McCoy, 366 carries. In 2014, he finishes RB12. Eh, okay, fine. DeMarco Murray, 2014, 449 carries. That's a big workload. RB15. AP in 2015. The next year, he played only three games. Uh, David Johnson, 2016. Next year, he played one game. Le'Veon Bell, after 2017, leading the league. Guess what? He sat out the entire season, incomplete. The only good one was Zeke in 2018, who finishes RB3, so good on him. Then, and by the way, let's, you know, back in the day, those were some elite offensive lines for the Dallas Cowboys. Let's not forget that grouping here when Zeke came into the league. CMC, 403 carries in 2019, 403 touches, three games the next year. Derrick Henry, eight games the year after his big workload in 2020. JT, 372, 11 games. You feeling me, dog? You see where mm -hmm. I'm going with this? And oh, yeah. here's the thing I'm throwing out there too, D, which is Josh Jacobs has not been in camp. So I feel like just running into camp at the end, you know, doing this thing, if indeed these reports are true and he's coming back and his ADP starts to rise again, I feel like this is that perfect storm for injury. And, and I'm not predicting injuries, but if you look at the injury quotient for the guys with the giant workload coming into camp late, which is typically a big no-no as well, because guys rush, they do too much too soon. Bad things tend to happen. This is not conjecture this is fact i think this is a bad situation for josh jacobs i had an opportunity yesterday to take him in a big draft at a big discount and i still passed on him and this is why d what do you think yep. about jacobs i I'm, I'm totally with you joe and i was talking about this last week out on social media too just to tie a bow on everything you just talked about with the volume over the last 15 years joe 15 years last year josh jacobs had the seventh most touches in a season for a running back. That mm, that 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 I mean, lot. it's insane, man. So yeah. I'm I'm totally with you on the ramp up for for Jacobs. And let's also throw this out there. I know he hasn't missed any games and stuff off of these things, but Josh Jacobs has not also been the picture of health. If you look at over the last few years, rib injury, calf strain, quad strain, hip strain, oblique, like he's been dinged up, and now he's coming off the most the highest workload season of his career, everything says, okay, like we're, we're probably setting ourselves up for a letdown here. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. All right, let's get to number four. I'm sure that's going to be a letdown. Or is it? Bold prediction. Go. Another letdown, baby. Devo Samuel <laughs> will finish as a wide receiver three and as one of the worst wide receiver picks in fantasy. 
He's being drafted as a top 24, like a locked-in wide receiver, too, and I just don't see it, man. Mm-hmm. And, and th- this all goes, he all of his money touches went away. His deep targets declined from 0.9 to 0.4 per game. In the eight games with CMC, he only had four red zone targets. And with CMC as a full-time player, Joe, here, here's Debo Samuel's weekly finishes with CMC as a full-time guy. Wide receiver 58, wide receiver 5, wide receiver 66, and 33. I'm sorry, but I cannot draft Debo Samuel as a wide receiver too. I am out. That ship has sailed. It can continue going, and it's probably going to be the Titanic. All right. uh, Before we get to the next one of my bold predictions for 2023, this episode is brought to you, by the way, by TrophySmack.com. TrophySmack.com. It's the only place to get the epic trophies, championship belts, rings for your entire fantasy football league. I've got one sitting right next to me. Debro saw it all weekend two mm-hmm. weeks ago. I made him look at it and shine it up real nice. <laughs> Trophy Smack championship belts and rings crush the competition. They really do. They're outstanding quality. Their custom design tool makes it incredibly easy to get the belt. In fact, we had to split this championship, so they cut the belt in half and put a big big old dog chain around it. It's awesome. Uh, and that's what TrophySmack.com is all about. T-R-O-P-H-Y Smack.com for all your fantasy trophies, belts, rings, even loser awards. We're going to get uh, Erickson one of those this year in one of our leagues. We'll be giving away, <laughs> by the way, a 36-inch trophy courtesy of our friends at Trophy Smack during the Fantasy Fest. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Fantasy Pros. Click that bell till it goes ding, and you just might win. Again, that stream is all day, August 30th, on our YouTube channel, fantasypros.com. Uh, is obviously we can go get all the content, but youtube.com slash fantasy pros. That's where it's all happening. Starting 3 p.m. Eastern next Wednesday, August 30th. We've got bus. We've got league winners. We've got big guests, Jake Seeley, Dave Richard, Marcus Grant, Scott Pianowski, Paul Charchi, and just uh, the list goes on and on. Some really fun games we got planned as well. So join us for fantasy fest Wednesday, August 30th, 3 p.m. Eastern only on Fantasy Pros YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros. Now, this next one for me, number four, this is an easy one. I've been talking about this on videos all over the place. It's Elijah Moore leading the Browns in receiving yards. That's right, leading the Browns in receiving yards, not yards after the catch, all the yards, period. Amari Cooper's inconsistent. I think Elijah Moore is going to be the new favorite toy. He is explosive. He is going to help Deshaun Watson, I think, rebound and get back to being Deshaun Watson of old. I've said this a lot. I've already talked about it, but you know, there's somebody else has to step up in this passing game. It ain't going to be Donovan Peoples Jones. I think we know that. And Amari Cooper, again, you look at the splits, they're frustrating. Amari Cooper is starting to get a little long in the tooth there. Uh, and I've, to me, it's, it's Elijah Moore's chance to finally have that breakout that he teased two years ago. All right, let's get to your number three bowl prediction. Derek, what do you have? All right. People hate this man. They say he's too old to sit here and do anything. Keenan Allen will lead the NFL in receptions as a top three wide receiver in fantasy. And people could say it's crazy. But look, last year, producing down the stretch as a top five wide receivers, wide receiver three in fantasy points per game. So, again, we have seen the top three production out of him. Justin Herbert over the last two years with Keenan Allen. 27.2% 27.2% target per route run rate. If you look at how fast Kellen Moore's offense ran over the last two years and CD lamb averaged 612 routes. Why is this important, Joe? Because if Keenan Allen garners targets at that rate with that litany of routes in his back pocket, he would have had 168 targets last year, which would have been a career high. That would have been fourth 
amongst all wide receivers last year behind only Jefferson, Adams, and Hill, Keenan Allen could threaten for 180 targets this year. And if he does it, he's going to come down with 100 to 110 grabs this year, and he's going to crush expectations. All we need I love is it. health. I love it. I traded Devontae Adams for a first round pick and Keenan Allen in my dynasty league this offseason. Oh, that's beautiful. Let's go. Uh, Jameer Gibbs is my third bold topic here. My prediction is this. Jameer Gibbs has more touchdowns than David Montgomery. Yeah, Ooh. that's right. You like that? I am sick and tired. When did David Montgomery become Jerome Bettis? Have I missed something here? <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. I, I just, I'm, I'm losing my mind about this because it's not that David Montgomery can't be that early down guy. It's not that David Montgomery's not going to get touchdowns. But Jameer Gibbs is the explosive player. Jameer Gibbs is going to score touchdowns in this offense. So this notion that Jameer Gibbs is only there for PPR means you didn't watch him in Alabama. Okay, Jameer Gibbs is going to find the end zone. So my prediction is, at the end of the day, everybody who's chasing the David Montgomery touchdowns and fading Jameer Gibbs, they're going to be upset because Gibbs is going to end up with not only, obviously, more receptions, but more tutties as well. So how you like them apples? You can draft David Montgomery in the standard leagues. That's fine. But I'm going to put this number. You ready for this? 10 for Jameer Gibbs, 8 for David Ooh. Montgomery. There you wow. go. There's your 18 right there. And and look, forget last year's stupid Jamal Williams total, because that's just ridiculous. That ain't happening again. All right, let's get to the top two here. Number two on the bowl predictions. D bro. The steam is rising, my friend, and, and the sauce is percolating. I'm going to keep on it. And I'm going to sit here and I'm going to bump this up another level, Joe. James Cook is an RB1 in fantasy this year. And all the parts or pieces are right, Joe. It's all here for us. For an explosive player, that can also catch passes, and he's in one of the league's best offenses. James Cook was first in explosive run rate last year, 12th in yards per route run. We're already seeing, I mean, he played almost every freaking snap with the Buffalo Bills starting offense. And do I want that for the entire season? No, I don't want him to wear down. I want to see a small, a small inkling of Damian Harris and Latavius Murray to keep this man fresh. Inside of a Buffalo Bills offense that was third in points per game, sixth in red zone scoring attempts per game, the entire, everything we want for James Cook to be this year's discount Jameer Gibbs, and you're talking about the Jameer Gibbs hype, baby? It's all there for James Cook, and you get it at a beautiful, beautiful ADP this year. RB1 season. Yeah, and I believe you said this back in June, pretty much, like that same statement. Mm -hmm. Like This has been a while there for you talking about James Cook, I am buying in now. I was an early Damian Harris guy, but watching stuff in camp, watching some of the preseason stuff, it's starting to feel like the James Cook breakout. All right, my number two here, this will be uh, fun, uh, but disappointing. I think possibly frustrating as well. This kind of goes mm. to Derek Brown's piggybacking on his Debo Samuel one. No 49ers quarterback starts double-digit games in 2023. Oh, Not Sam Darnold, not Trey Lance, not even Brock Purdy. Uh, I guess feel this in my bones. Now, this is not something, you know, a lot of these other ones, they're based in a lot of good research, as we talked about the Josh Jacobs numbers, right? I mean, there's data mm -hmm. there that backs that take up. This is just something I feel in my bones where I'm not quite sold that Brock Purdy, the last pick of the NFL draft, is just going to run away with this job and be the guy. And I'm not sure that they're done with the investment of Trey Lance. And I'm not even sure that there's a little bit of Kyle Shanahan that's kind of fascinated by the reclamation project of Sam Darnold to what he might be. And I know all those things sound gross, but when you put them all together, it makes for some frustrating fantasy times. And it's a situation that I'm very leery of and very careful. I will still invest in George Kittle because I think he's that one guy who's kind of slump proof in that offense potentially. But 
Look, Purdy and him did have a really good connection. So if Purdy's not playing, it could put me in a bad spot there in a league. I have Kittle, but we'll see how things unfold. I just got a bad feeling about that quarterback situation in San Fran. And Debro has one big more bowl prediction for you. What is it? Tyreek Hill breaks the single season receiving yardage record. And mm. for everybody out there that thinks that's insane, I understand Megatron came down with 1,964 receiving yards, and that's still their record stands. People need to understand with Tua under center last year, Tyreek Hill was averaging the most receiving yards per game in the NFL, more than Justin Jefferson. He was on a 17-game pace for 1,841 receiving yards, knocking at the door, Joe. Now you're telling me the second year of this Miami passing attack, they now can expose some more wrinkles to the passing attack. Tyreek Hill showed no fall off. He was top five in yards per route run and every other efficiency metric we care about. Tyreek Hill could be the wide receiver one overall this year and go for 2,000 receiving yards. Yeah, yeah, look, I one question. And that's one of the ones I don't think that this is that bold. It's not. But I got to throw it. Here's my one question. Can he still do it if Jonathan Taylor ends up there? Let's say that's where the trade spot land spot is for Miami. He can. Okay. He can. That's all deep I want targets, to know. Deep targets, baby. Hey, deep yep. targets. Well, look, he got like 170 last year. I mean, that's that's a, that's a good amount. <laughs> last time I checked. All right. And then he's going to retire at the end of the year after he does it. You watch. That's Tyree Kill all the way. He's like, all right, I'm good. I'm out. All right. My number one bowl prediction. Last one here for the show. Zay Flowers leads the Let's Ravens go. in receiving yards. Okay. I don't want to hear about the Mark Andrews stuff. That was a time and a place where we were young and innocent and we didn't know any better. <laughs> now we're all grown up. Okay. We've gone through the, the wars here with Lamar Jackson, the health issues, the ups, the downs, the MVPs, the injuries. Now it's time for Lamar to become a real boy and, and fly on his own. And now he's got some receivers to do it with. And he's got one that's very special. And I think people are starting to recognize this. This is like, you know how he was talking about uh, James Cook over there, D-Bro, like months ago. I've been talking about mm-hmm. Zay Flowers since, I don't know, April, yes, sir. probably March. <laughs> I'll try to get people to understand what's going on here. And here we are. And now he's starting to flash some of these pieces. The buzz out of camp is unbelievable. The tape is unbelievable. The, uh, the play last night on the touchdown, unbelievable, right? And everyone's starting to go, oh, wait, Zay Flowers just might be that number one wide receiver. And look, I just think he's going to help Lamar get his game to that next level. And if, and when he does, Zay Flowers is going to have more receiving yards than Mark Andrews at the end of the year. Why? Cause he's more explosive. He's going to get the yards after the catch. He is shifty. He is fast. He gets open. He does everything you possibly want. And I want him on my fantasy team. So those are our bold predictions. Of course, we love to hear your bold predictions. Follow us on the Twitter machine. You can always hit us up there and don't forget, join us live for the fantasy fest. Wednesday, August 30th, 3 p.m. Eastern, only on Fantasy Pros YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasypros. Go over there, click that bell, subscribe, and of course, join us for as much as you can. You can also listen here for the best of the fest the day after. And don't forget, on the fest, we're giving away that trophy smack 36-inch trophy. That's three feet of trophy for you from our friends at trophysmack.com. Go visit trophysmack.com to get all of your fun custom belts, rings, Loser awards, anything you could possibly fathom. Trophy Smack has got it, so go check that out. That'll do it for us, but the story of the game goes on. For D-Bro, I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Pros Football Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fantasy Pros, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros.